Tutors of Life podcast. Welcome to Tutors. Welcome to Tutors of Life podcast. Do we say podcast? Yeah. Welcome to the tutor. I say. I think you usually say to the Tutors of Life podcast. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode one hundred forty-two. This is your host, Sean Tudor, and this is Sam. Guys, I have this weird ringing in my ear. Did it just throw you off? And I just couldn't think. I just couldn't think. But it, it's, it might have just seceded when I said that. So we'll see. Um, really throwing me off. I can tell. <clears throat> we'll see how long this lasts. I can tell. So anyways, that was a good intro. Yeah, you got, you got there. Um, What's up? We're in the office. Dude, we finally got the office space well, hold, hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to rephrase this. <clears throat> Sam finally got the office set up. There we go. Is there that better? Mm-hmm. That's better. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just came up here. Yeah. You didn't even notice I changed the background a little no, bit. No, I, I didn't notice anything. Oh, I noticed BB's bed is at my feet, mm-hmm. which is good because she's a cute little pup. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to grab a banky. It's right there. I can't reach it. Oh, you got a dash in your Take arms. Take the one on your lap. Oh, I can just stretch it out. Yeah. I'm a genius. Uh, I recommended that. So. Sean, you're a genius. Thanks. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan lately. Um, I don't really know why. I just. You just started? I think again? he's such a, he's just such a good interviewer. That like anybody he interviews, I find enjoyment in because he's so good at what he does. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I just – he – so I like listen to a lot of Ed Milet's interviews. Mm-hmm. And he's phenomenal, phenomenal interviewer. He does an absolute great job. But it's for one hour, you okay. know? Yeah. And he like pushes the hour. He doesn't like – he doesn't go past it. He doesn't go past the hour. You know, like he will, he'll just like be like, hey, yep, we're coming on it and, and end. And he's really great in that one hour. And I'm sure he'd be great in a multiple hour one too. But to see Joe Rogan day after day after day rock out three hour podcasts and he's able to fill, like if the people are going off on too crazy of a tangent, he's able to ask pertinent questions to get him back on track. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And like... It is weird because a lot of people... Sorry to interrupt you. You can keep going. No, it's fine. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Um, a lot of people don't actually like his podcast. That's because a lot of people are stupid. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you listen to it for more than... I guess I don't know why they wouldn't like the podcast. What have you heard? Why? Um, not off the top of my head. I'm too tired to think right now. Oh, but like if you listen to it for the fact of like his inner, like his communication, interpersonal communication, mm-hmm. like his his communication skills with people, and being able to like get shit back on track to keep the podcast entertaining. Yeah is um is such a skill and he's on episode 1900 you know so he's been doing does this he do bit. them five days a week 
I think three to four days a week. How crazy is that? And what but I he's... sorry. No, go ahead. That's his only job, though. Besides, like, uh, commentating UFC. Yeah, which that's only once every month. He does something that. Like, something like that. Maybe once a month. So um, I guess that's not that bad. If that was just your full-time job. Yeah, but think of everything else Joe Rogan probably does. I mean, he works out. He works out a lot. It's interesting. Why? Why I find. Another reason I find that podcast so intriguing is he will be smoking cigars, smoking weed, drinking alcohol, having coffee, whatever, at any time of the day when he's podcasting. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the very, like, me, I don't... I typically don't smoke a cigar during the day or I like don't smoke weed. I like I don't smoke weed during the day. I don't ever drink during the day. Like there's so many things that I won't do during the day because I don't want to hinder the rest of my day. Right. And Joe Rogan's just like, fuck it, dude. Damn. Yeah. But I know he does get up and train in the morning. So that kills one bird. I don't know if he still goes and trains like uh, jujitsu or taekwondo or anything. Right. Um, and maybe on those days he doesn't like do those things. Maybe. But I just thought it was super cool. Like he he obviously couldn't do that before he was in this situation. Right. And he's also a comedian. He goes and does his his comedy. Yeah. At at, at the store and stuff. Does ambitious. he live in? He lives in Texas, Texas now, doesn't now, he? Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't go to the actual. Oh yeah, because I wanted store. I wanted our wedding to be at that Airbnb, and I was gonna invite Joe Rogan if we were gonna do that, yeah. but you, we decided on Vegas, so whatever. Uh, why were we gonna do Texas? Why didn't we do Texas? I don't know why. Why we didn't? Oh, neither. Interesting. All right, we'll keep going here. Um, I just think it's cool, man, that like he has set up his life that now that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And to be under the influence and be that good. It's also making me realize, right, like, we've talked about it. I have devised my perfect position at work. Right? Like, I do the things I want. Right. I mean, yes, now I am manage my department. Right. But still, even before that, I have been able to take over the things I want to and do the things I want. And I've devised the perfect position for me. Right. He has literally done that with his career. 100%. That is so cool. 100%. Yep. But, but I mean, yeah, because if I could do that on a large scale, like a bigger scale, that'd be so cool. I mean, you gotta figure though. It took him. It took him thirty years to do that. Yeah. Ah, for twenty-five years, it took him twenty-five years to do that. So I mean, keep that in mind too, right? Like, we are just like it took him twenty-five years. So if it took us twenty-five years, that's not crazy. That's true. Um, I guess. It's also impressive how many guests he had. like. Dude, the fucking amount of guests he gets and the array of guests. I wonder how he. I wonder how he does that. How right. he comes up with that. I wonder if people are reaching out to him. If Jamie's reaching out to people. If he's reaching out to people. Probably a little bit of everything is you, my guess. You would think so. Yeah. Because um, I mean, dude, getting on the Joe Rogan show is, I think, is pretty huge. A pretty big deal. That should. We should have two things go on to our – oh, I push buttons. Sorry, guys. Hold on. I just want to make sure I didn't – I don't think I killed it, but I just want – that. where's my mouse? There we go. Um, Sorry. 
Okay. Uh, actually, three things should be on our board. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Be on Ed Milet's. Mm-hmm. Be on um, the Real AF. Damn, dude. How good all those be? That'd be pretty cool. And then bigger pockets too. Just fucking. No, yeah, just throw hit the quad. All of them there. Get it. That'd be I cool. like it. It sounds really cool. That'd be really cool. I'm not cool enough for that yet, but I'm going to be on Rob Bailey's too. Get out five. Why not? Right? Well, does he actually do one that's not part of CCV? Um, He's supposed to be. I don't know if he's been doing it or not. Right. <clears throat> he, he had really good, like a really good plan and intention set up. And then... Um, it's because he's been like recording his album and stuff. Well, he's been doing a lot of stuff, but um, Austin, Austin oh, left the company. That's right. And then so he had to step in to start running the company again. So, um, makes it uh, a little bit harder to do. Makes it a little difficult for him. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, and that's why I'm just like, yeah, I understand it, but I like his show because his show is awesome. Talk towards the mic. Oh my god. Here we go. You like it? Yes. Better? That's way better. Uh, yeah, I just think those those would be all really cool things. And I'm sure, obviously, probably once we're bigger and stuff, it'll be different podcasts by then. Us? Them. Them. Mm. Like, so, I mean, some of them might still be around, but who knows? Maybe they'll be done podcasting by then. You never know. Yeah. Podcasting might go by the wayside in the next. It's true. Dude, anyways, guys, um, if you like getting deep into the weeds and conspiracy you know who would like this becca Becca. joma would like this all right i'm listening to uh joe rogan's podcast right now with graham hancock and randall carlson Mm -hmm. it is episode 1897 and it's about civilization has actually been around for 300,000 years. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this, yeah. And there was a, there was an already, um, like, established established technologically advanced civilization 12,000 years ago, and then it got wiped out by, like, an asteroid. And, um, And then Ice Age came and all that shit. And so... There was already an established civilization, like a technologically advanced established civilization 12,000 years ago. And now it's fine. Like they're finally starting to like figure this out. So here's what do you, what do you got? Keep going. Here's where it gets interesting. Archaeologists and stuff, when they look for history, they look for us or our type of technology Mm -hmm. they don't look for alternate technology so think about it this way in the last 400 years how much have we advanced a lot so much in the last 400 years especially in the last hundred so so if you think about if you think about the last 10,000 years okay Ten thousand years ago, essentially, they believed that it was like hunter gatherer stone age. Ten thousand years ago. Yeah. I feel like not even that long. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you go back ten thousand years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there were still like hunter gatherers, like BC. Yeah. Like, and then, and then, 
over the last 2,500 years, whatever, 3,000 years, it's like very slowly progressed, right? Right, yeah. The thing that they like, the the way they said it is like, so we took one path Mm -hmm. of advancement and it led us into like petroleum, manufacturing, machining, combustible engines, things like that, right? Right. We just tapped into nuclear in 1940s during the war. Right. Nikolai Tesla was doing shit with like weird shit in the 1800s and they like buried it and silenced him. So now they're pulling out some of Nikolai Tesla stuff and they're like going over that and um and looking at a complete different technology advancement cuz what if instead of the last 10,000 years the direction we went went in what if they went a completely different direction for 10,000 years interesting yeah what kind of development did they have in the 400 years that we had in the 400 years and how much further past that 400 years were they and so one of the things they were talking about was possible uh so like there's a way for noise to move objects Mm -hmm. and in like in things that have been like scribed or like uh what's that word like um like hieroglyphs yeah like how they transcribed it into our text or whatever yeah it talks about a pastor who would sing with a group when there was work going on there's a way for noise to be harnessed and utilized as an energy source and so one of the things they're like is could they have been could that that pastor and the people that were singing could that have been moved into energy to power something Interesting. you know what i'm saying yeah um another one is like vibrations with um plasmoids and stuff like different plasmoids or whatever guys this is way over my head but the podcast is super gangster check it out but like there's vibrations and shit by these generators that utilize plasmoids and that's another type of energy that we've never like nobody's ever considered that as an energy source but they've been going through nikolai tesla's stuff and recreating some of these things very quietly um underground and now they just got all the patents for it and are going to start releasing it over the next few months. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And so they think by doing this, the, the whole like premise behind doing this, it's not even necessarily for the different energy source to like get rid of um, like fossil fuels. fossil fuels and all that. It's not even for that. It's to try and figure out a different way that maybe our ancestors 12,000 plus years ago utilized to build up their civilization before it came crashing down. And if we could do that and we can figure out different ways, maybe we can recover some of the things from then and learn from them and not repeat the same mistakes, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, This is just a super interesting concept that such a small pool of people are working on to try and learn from history so we don't repeat itself. And I kind of thought it as, meanwhile, we have the majority of the other population, us fucking 
idiots running around destroying civilization. Right, yeah. Um, and there's some people trying to save it from a catastrophic potential failure, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But we're on a completely different track is the thought. Right. Um, no, I made a weird face at you because I was like thinking about it. I was like, man, I was like, that doesn't seem like crazy long time ago. But then I was like, wait, we're only in the year 2000. We're talking about 10,000 more years. Back. Back. Like, holy shit. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's why I gave you a weird face. So, they think the pyramids are over 12,000 years old. Yeah. That's crazy. So, it would make sense. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Right. If it was built from a different civilization. So, the original, like, some original, like, things... Uh, they thought that humans have only been around for like 50,000 years. Dude, that would make sense. Why fucking, um, sorry. Because uh, you know how they like think like Pangea? Have you, do you remember Pangea? Um, it's the idea that all of the um, continents were one at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. And then there was like an earthquake or something that like slowly moved them. Yeah. Um, so that would like make sense because... There's, I mean, there's, like, uh, fossils of, like, the same species of creatures or mm-hmm. whatever in, like, South America and, like, Russia. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, that's so fucking far away. There's, like, no way. Um, but So that's how they kind of prove Pangea. But that would just make so much sense, too, for, like, a civilization to have been. Because there's so many, like, weird things. So if everything was connected, I feel like it would make a lot of those, like... The pyramids and there's something in um, the Machu Picchu. Maybe there was uh, some know, stuff by stuff. Malaysia underwater, um, about twenty feet deep in water, that looks like a civilization, but um, but was always people are just like, no, it's just rocks. But they're like all of the same rocks on a road on like a path, twenty feet deep in water, all the same size, like massive boulders. For a thousand feet, with like a uh, like curvatures I mean, it, and stuff. There's definitely mer people. No, no. So no. Here's the thought. So they there's also things in there that was Atlantis too. So they had these civilizations when there was the massive freeze twelve thousand years ago, mm-hmm. and when that unfroze. So the the thought is that those civilizations actually made it through the thousand year ice age yeah and when the ice ended up melting it rose the sea level so much that it sunk atlantis it sunk those things and all of them went underwater and now those civilizations got wiped out but that's how we have the ideas that there was atlantis a civilization underwater because that was a civilization before Mm -hmm. now when they drew maps and shit yeah the maps had that. Now it's underwater. So now when they drew the new maps, they'd have the civilization underwater, right? Yeah. So that's how they get that is like those things from the glaciers melting mm-hmm. sunk it. That's cool. Yeah. That's what I thought. Where the water rose, right? Yeah. And covered it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's it's so it's so cool. Mm-hmm. But the another thing they were saying is like, so it's 50, like the original thought a while ago was, Human beings have been around for 50,000 years. Yeah. Then they found some proof of it being like 100,000 years. Wait, how long are we going to talk about this? I don't know, like another minute. Okay. Then 
they found proof of 197,000 years ago humans were around. Holy shit. They just found some shit dating humans back to 300,000 years ago. So why they think this is like such a crazy finding is there's no way if us in 10,000 years went from hunter-gatherers to where we're at now in 10,000 years. Can't tell me this cycle hasn't been done multiple, multiple times before if you have a 300,000-year outlook. Right, yeah. So how many advanced civilizations were there that crumbled? And then grew back and up. And then grew back up from. Interesting. From that. Mm-hmm. And you're talking over 300,000 years, dude. Right. That's insane. You got to think like, right, you never know when that fall is going to happen either. You don't know, dude. And we're just little fuck, dude. We are little fucking ants that mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Ha- that kind of, yeah. Also, like, think how many times that the civilization probably didn't even get to grow that much. And it just, something, something happened. happened. Yeah, in yeah, a collapse, yeah. Interesting. That's mind-blowing. I think it's freaking sweet, dude. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's cool. Yeah, so anyways, that was my Joe Rogan rant for a minute. That was a minute? I think it was like three minutes. Um, so things I've been thinking about while you talked about that. Oh, okay. Instead of active listening, sure. I was actively listening. Women can do both. <laughs> sure, they can. Um, I'm good at selective hearing. I know you are. Is that a man thing? Yeah. I learned it from my dad. Yep. Um... Women are actually able to have thoughts and listen to things and process what they're listening to. Um, men are not, which is why, like, if you have thoughts going on in your head and I'm saying something to you, you only process one or the other. Tell it to Pat McAfee. Really? He's a fucking gangster, dude. Is he? I mean, I'm sure some men, like, can, but it's just usually a thing. Cool. Um, did you really like flat light switches in this house? No, they were already in here. Oh, really? Those are all the original ones? Yeah. Fuck. That's cool. Um, secondly, how much do you like that it, Like, we can actually look at each other right now? It's way better. Um, and then the last thing I got is uh, I think if we wanted to at some point, um, we could podcast with, I think, like six people. So you were thinking about the podcast. About podcasting. Instead of thinking about the world, I was thinking about being it being three hundred thousand years old. Yeah. I was participating. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I wonder what their religion was. What their what? Religion was twelve thousand years ago. Definitely not God. Definitely wasn't God. I mean, I do. I, I do kind of believe in like, the like the Greek gods. Seems a little more realistic. The Greek gods? Yeah. Yeah. All other gods have some sort of attachment to opioids and mushrooms. And and they weren't like so, I mean, against you're a sinner if you do all these things. So many of them like love having sex with random people. <sighs> Why not? Get it. Hey, when did husband and wife become a thing? Is that a Western culture sort of thing? Or when did that become a thing? I don't think so. I feel like that was a Greek thing as well. Husband and wife? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's what they called it, but... I do a... think men, though, still could sleep around. Well, I mean, it's part of their uh, DNA. Yeah. Maybe. 
I think so. It actually, that is actually proven it is. It is um, husband, marriage. Let's do marriage. It's marriage. I just want to see if it's part of Greek mythology. Um, part of Greek mythology. Uh, marriage in ancient Greece. Had less of a basis in personal relationships and more in social responsibility. The goal and focus of all marriages was intended to be reproduction, making marriage an issue of public interest. Uh, marriages were usually arranged by the parents. On occasion, professional matchmakers were used. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, orphan daughters were usually married to uncles or cousins. Ugh. The first recorded evidence of a marriage ceremony uniting one woman and one man dates back to 2350 BC in Mesopotamia. Over the next several hundred years, marriage evolved into a widespread institution embraced by the ancient Hebrews, Greeks, and Romans. That's cool. That's what I thought, too. How neat. Mm-hmm. Um, why did we bring up marriage? I, I, just, I don't know. I just think we were talking oh, we're about, talking about fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're just like... Right? Like, they just pretty much have superpowers, but they're more human than God is. Yeah. Yeah. Because they make mistakes. Kind of like Thor. Mm-hmm. He, he had a hot girlfriend, Natalie mm-hmm. Portman, right? Mm-hmm. Love that. How cool. And then he lost everything. We need, a, we we need to watch the new one. I know the new one came out. Yep. Um, we were testing out an 82-inch TV at work, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what they were using to uh, test it. Decent dude. My hands are so dry. So are mine. God damn it, winner. I'm telling you what. Why oh, do we live here, Sean? Why do... Community. Fine. I'll give it to you. You want to know what Joe Rogan said about winter? What? He respects motherfuckers who make it through winter. He's like, that's a tough, tough individual makes it through winter. It's like, yeah, dude, winter actually kind of sucks. Yeah, a lot of people uh, kill themselves in the winter. I think January is the most popular uh, month to kill yourself. Is that why I always think about it? Probably. Then? Lack of vitamin D. Makes sense. Honestly, they really should just give out vitamin D for free for people in uh, northern states. Or people need to just educate themselves and take vitamin D pills every single day like myself. That's valid. I mean, they're pretty cheap. Very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that's a good idea. Or go tan. Or go tan. Yeah. Got both options. Hello. All right. So, went to, uh, went to Muskie Tank. Yeah. A musky tank had their first event since 2019. What's musky tank? Musky tank's an entrepreneurship group in Eau Claire. Nice. Most people probably don't know that. Yep, that's why I asked. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so entrepreneurship group in Eau Claire. Um, they haven't had one since 2019, but they came back this year. Uh, it was super awesome. Saw a lot of great people. Uh, saw Ann Rupnow, who uh, was my entrepreneurship teacher, along with Kelly can't remember her last name but kelly she was also one of the entrepreneurship teachers uh so it's cool to connect with them and um patrick of course patrick's awesome and and so connected with them that was really cool and they had a speaker and they were talking about finding cash in your business Mm -hmm. and this is kind of i took a little bit for for my blog this week if you guys want to check out my blog i post it um this morning so thursday morning this is coming on friday and so i 
tutorslife.com. You can check out my blog if you want. It's how, uh, what was it? How to increase your top line. Mm-hmm. How to increase your top line. Um, so or increasing your top line. Increasing your top line. And so talking about finding cash in your business and they broke down three ways. So you can find cat. So you can find cash in your top line. Mm-hmm. So your revenue, you can find cash in your cost of goods sold, mm-hmm. and you can find cash in your operations. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of cool to to go through that. And, and he said, deep dive into each one, right? But we just focused on the top line. And and when they were talking about the top line, people were giving these big, like these big drawn out examples. You following me? Yeah. Like they were giving these big drawn out things. And, um, and it reminded me of Alex Hermosi, one of his talks where he said, there's three ways to increase. And it, it just dumbs down everything everybody was talking about that's like I, I can't even remember half the shit people said because it was so in depth, you know, and like so oriented to their business. Right, yeah. Um, and I just thought of the three basics that Hermosi brought up and it's increase prices, increase the amount of customers increase the amount of things you sell to your current customers so those are your like three main ways to increase your revenue and so i just thought that like that simplicity is so good and it made me rethink about my business Mm -hmm. and and how i can and how i can essentially like streamline or, or what i have to do to get more customers um how i could raise my prices Mm -hmm. and then um how to do work with more customers right yeah and so one thing i was thinking about with that today that property i i put in an offer on today if i get that property i'm I'm really hoping i do if i get that property that's kind of like a model property that's the ideal property i want so if i get that property before we start work on it my plan is to bring like uh, 10, 10, 15 mm-hmm. realtors I, I like have talked to and worked with. I'm going to take them all there. That's so smart. Yep. I'm going to run through it with all of them. I'm going to break down what I was looking for, what they need to know, what I got it for, what I think the ARV is going to be, how it's going to play out. And and if I can do that with all of them, I don't, I don't even care. Like if I can't, because I was talking to Sam about how I can start being more productive and being on the job site more, that to me is so productive of like me not being on the job site because now I have 10 to 15 customers who know what I'm looking for. Right, yeah. And so then they're not going to be wasting their time. They're not going to be wasting my time. Anything, something falls in that realm of buy box boom it's me mm-hmm. boom it's me um and so that's a way to like do more deals with a customer who right i'm their customer right their realtor but like right, yeah. essentially that's a way for me to do more deals with my customer the realtor and not have to worry about acquiring another customer mm-hmm. so i thought the same thing with like wholesaling from ryan brandon um and anyone i wholesale from 
I would way rather just buy properties from them and not have to spend the time going out to acquire a customer when I can just keep working with them, give them money, they're happy, and then I get I get the property. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, I, I'm not 100%. I, I guess one way I could raise my prices, and this is k- kind of crazy, is I could go like, right now I shoot for um, a certain percentage profit. Mm-hmm. I could just do 1% higher. Because 1% higher for the profit, if I calculate that in, is on a $200,000 property, it's four grand. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good day. You know, yeah. that's a pretty good profit. So if I just went from, just went from, like 20% to 21%. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's kind of something. It's something. So anyways, that's um, that's the like three ways. So my plan is with that blog. I got the book from the guy that wrote it about finding cash in your business. So I wrote Increasing Your Top Line. Next week, I plan to, to do a blog and dive into Cost of Goods Sold. Then the following week, I plan to dive and go into an operations and kind of break those down. My cost of goods sold, so that would be my services. No, would that be my materials or my service cost? Maybe both. My cost of goods sold? Cost of goods sold? I would think that would be the price of the houses you're selling at. Yeah, but I mean, that could also be cost of goods sold. And operations, because cost of goods sold could be the labor cost. Yeah. And the materials. I mean, yeah, that's just decreasing your expenses Mm -hmm. to make, yeah. And then operations would be like how to make the operation of the company better. So like not having Brooke look up individual properties and making sure all of her lists are skip traced ahead of time. To save time and money. Yeah. Or uh, not having you go to Menards 15 times a day. Dude, I, I said that to Dan. At the meeting, I said that to Dan. I looked at Dan because the guy's like, um, the guy had like one, his, his example is one, increase 1% on top line, decrease 1% on cost of goods, decrease 1% on operations equals a 19% gain mm-hmm. okay equals a 19% gain and I looked at Dan and I said Dan I ain't even gotta do all that shit if I could just bring my Menards trips down to one a day I got my 19% right there dude yeah so I mean yeah the operations the Menards setting up my trailers properly making sure I have all the the stuff I need in my trailer and my truck at all times um you know what I'm gonna be like the organizer and that's fine. That's that's such a crucial role. And like what I was talking to you today about is having a mobile printer mm-hmm. and um, and a tablet on me so that I don't have to have office days. I can just like whip out a half hour, an hour of stuff at a property. There, <clears throat> there's no reason I can't have a chair and a and work at a little table or work at the count or like the counter of a property mm-hmm. um for a half hour hour during the day if i need to right yeah you know especially while i'm meeting lunch or something knock some shit out mm-hmm. so that operation side of me not wasting a full day on checking out properties and doing some office shit and having 
utilizing you and Brooke more and then having just bring office shit with me with a, a tablet yeah. and printer to work um operation wise but anyway so that's the kind of the stuff i'll dig into um dig into later in the next two weeks on the blogs yeah that'd be cool i like it yeah what you blogging about lately um today i finished my finally finished my blog on uh i originally called it venom but okay. then i changed it to fire starting interesting um and I started it like months ago, and I never finished it. Okay. I don't know if you've ever looked in drafts. Like, there's a couple of mine in there that I, I start, and then notice there's been a few in there. Yeah. Um. So that was one of them, and it really uh, fueled me to like finish it after Ed my or not Ed my um Arate. Yeah. Because what I noticed my issue is is I have these like random bursts of motivation. Sure. It's when things happen. So like when you had your talk with Rob Bailey. God. Like, that shit had me just hard, dude. Right. With Arte and just like I have these random bursts of energy to like really push hard and then it kind of dies out. Um, so they compared it to a fire, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not, I'm not like a gas fireplace that has a pilot light on at all times. At all times. Ooh. I'm like a fire pit that burns out, burns out completely into ash and then you. Have to, you know, put more logs on and you put gasoline on it and then it bursts and, you know, I'm, I'm the fire pit. I'm not the gas fireplace. Dang. You know? So I was like thinking about like, if I could just, they, I'm really happy we have this board up in the hallway now. Cause now I can look at it there. Um, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd be so, I'd be able to get so much more done if I just slowly let the gas out just forever instead of just throwing the gasoline on to get a big flame to start fuck dude how long was that blog only like five or six paragraphs oh that's not bad yeah. that's um that's pretty cool mm-hmm. i like that a lot mm-hmm. uh, a little fire starter yeah a little firecracker yeah okay how do you um how do you how do you uh how, how do i do fix be- that how do you become the fireplace I don't know. That's my issue. That's my issue. My my blogs are very philosophical in the way that like I figure things out in my life, and I'm just like I know this is my issue. Oh, hundred percent. And then like down the road, I'll be like figured out how to solve my issue. Here it is. Like I I talk about my problem so people can relate to it, and then down the road they know there'll probably be some kind of advice of how to prevent that i think i think it's just habits i honestly i I do too actually um i there's a lot of things i think it is what else do you think it is um habits uh uh diet i can tell if i like oh dude because yeah. I can tell, like, today, I'm just, so I'm a lot more tired today than I have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was because, I mean, I guess maybe it's because I didn't suck to my habits. I didn't go to the gym today, so. Right. I didn't burn off all those carbs, so my mind is very foggy today. Oh, dude, I 100% noticed that, so. Um, so I guess it is technically. Habits. Habits, for sure. And discipline. Yeah. 
habits and discipline and and how so i did not train hmm, let me think here i went and worked out in the morning but i just hid like mitts and didn't go too hard on tuesday morning right and I just did some like office stuff and I, I did a little moving. I just did, I did a little bit of stuff, but I didn't do anything like, I didn't like do a day's of work. I didn't do a hard training session, right? Like mm-hmm. nothing. But I've been, so I've been, um, I've been using my tracker to, to Track- eat. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been uh, trying, I want to gain weight again. I want to put on about 15 pounds of muscle. So I've been using a, an app to track my macros. And so I've been eating more than I'm used to. And on Tuesday, because I I looked at my steps at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Not that not that steps even really like whatever. I usually don't care about the step things, but I just checked it at the end of the day when I was like on my time, and I had like thirty five hundred steps in a day. Thirty five. That's it. Thirty five hundred steps in a day, and I just kind of never really got a whole lot done that day. And I was just kind of like slow and foggy and lazy. And I spent more time on my phone than usual. And um, and it's because I didn't like move. Mm-hmm. I didn't do construction work. I didn't train hard. I just had a, a poopy training session where I just kind of did a little technique stuff. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, I was eating and I ate to gain weight. Yeah. So I ate as if I was training, you know. So, so on days that you don't train, you should really be lighter just so your yeah. brain is functioning a little better. And I actually thought of that a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought of that in the realm of those days I might lose. Mm-hmm. Like I might lose hitting my calorie goal on those days because I'll eat less carbs and I'll do more protein. Because lately I've been having to do more carbs and fats to hit my calorie goal. Right. Because like I'm hitting my, my protein. My protein goal for me is like 200 grams a day. And so I'm either getting extremely close or breaking it every day. Um, within, I mean, I'm talking within like 20 grams of protein above or below every single day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm like getting my protein goal or super close. But I still have like fifteen hundred calories, right? Right. You yeah. know, so I gotta, I gotta fill in. And I suppose it's easier to fill it with carbs and fats than more protein. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. Because if I'm doing, ju- if I'm trying to just get all that in with protein, fuck, my life's gonna suck. Yeah. So yeah, I just stuff it in with with carbs and fats, and yeah, it uh, it definitely on the days I train or move, it doesn't affect me as much like when i was roofing last week when i was roofing oh, yeah you were it didn't fucking matter it did last week when i was roofing it did not matter but like this week it matters mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah because i'm fucking off why are you looking at me like that what's that fucking look for are you wearing my gold star hat no okay i couldn't see the sweat line so i was just like is that mine oh mine had a sweat line i thought yours did no Yours does. Does mine now? I don't know. Weird. I thought it did. And mine was the new one that didn't have a sweat line. Oh, my goodness, Sean. Is that why I had to... That might be why I had to button it. You're just fucking with me. All right. Okay. So, anyways, guys, um, that's kind of what we got, maybe. You got anything else? What do you got? Yeah, I just... Okay. Have you thought 
that it was carbs causing you to have a foggy mind and not uh, your bad habit? No. No? For sure? No. 100% no. Oh, okay. Or like not working out? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. I just, I know carbs play a role. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know, so I know carbs play a role and I know this from when I worked with Nate. Because when I worked with Nate working construction, I used to eat hamburger helper like every fucking day. Or I do like pork and uh, I, I all the time I had pork and some sort of pasta. Yeah. And I would eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day at, at uh, 9.30 with a yogurt. Dude, I was always tired working with Nate. Always fucking tired working with Nate. Fast forward to when I got on the vertical diet and I started working with Nate again. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating sandwiches. I'd do a yogurt and some peanuts. And then I would do, at lunch, my beef and rice. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I was, I would get tired after lunch just because I would eat a lot. That's when I was eating bigger lunches. Oh, yeah, I used yeah, to eat yeah. bigger lunches. Yep. So I'd eat a lot at lunch. And so I'd get a little tired after lunch. But I didn't have that crash after my morning snack. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to get rolling a lot better after lunch. Um, and so decreasing my carbs and going from a, a, a pasta and an oatmeal. Because I used to eat oatmeal on the way to work. Yep. A cup of oatmeal on the way to work with peanut butter and honey. Have my peanut butter and jelly sandwich at lunch with a couple of things. Then, or at my snack. And then at lunch, I would have my mm. like hamburger helper. So, dude, I was just carved the fuck up yeah. and always slow. So, I, I knew carbs made me slower. But now that I've changed my diet so much that I don't really do that, the carbs I'm consuming now typically, if I'm training and being active, my body's using them and like utilizing them right away that yeah. they're not slowing me down that much. But it's the days that. I eat my burger and rice at lunch and I go drive around for the afternoon running errands. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 like fighting to stay awake. I gotta grab a monster, a coffee, whatever yeah. to stay alive. So moving forward, and that's what you and I were talking about today. I really wanna start structuring my life to bring my productivity from fifty to percent to like ninety percent. Yeah, I agree. If I could function at ninety percent, dude, if I could function at ninety percent I don't have to come home and fuck off so much at home trying to do shit. You know, if I'm delegating and I'm like being very intentional with the shit I'm doing, I can be more present when I'm at home and I'm be pre- I can be present at work and Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm not just fucking off. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think the food and shit and carbs are going to affect me because I'll be like working and moving and doing stuff. Yeah, that stuff. makes sense. Um. Cool. Yeah, I got one more thing. Okay. Did you notice Andy Frisella also records his podcast the night before, or the day before? Does he? Um, because last week he was talking about the election and stuff, and so they were recording one, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is Monday, but it's coming out Tuesday. If you're listening to this Tuesday morning, like go vote." Uh-huh. And it came. I mean, because it came out Tuesday. Yeah. Um. Or yeah. And then there was another one where. They were talking about like, oh, when you listen to tomorrow's episode. Yeah, I think I think he does that a lot because he's. I mean, that's kind of his like one of his main roles now is he podcasts four to five days a week. Yeah. 
So I feel like when you're podcasting that much, you almost have to do it. Just like if it's coming out tomorrow, you got to just do it like the day before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if that fits in his schedule, well, it's probably right. in his like uh, like work day schedule. Oh, 100% it is. Yeah. 100%. So it'd be yeah. nice if we have this at the office when we when we get this at the office, and just mm-hmm. schedule it into your day, like in the morning or something, mm-hmm. and then you can go do your construction shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. There's and that's like that's part of the getting a critical task done in the morning, mm-hmm. and that's why I've been liking getting up at five thirty and coming up for forty five minutes to the office, because I can really knock out a good amount of shit in the morning. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think if I if I ever quit my job, I probably would keep working out at noon. I really do like it. Yeah. Yeah, because it, right, like, I, I, my mind is very focused in the morning and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I do get to eat my breakfast. Um, and then I go to the gym, which then kind of, like, re-kicks my energy back up. Right. So then I'm, like, good to go after um, lunch as well. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, <laughs> no. if I didn't do construction... You would do that. I would do. I would do lunch. Yeah. I would train at lunch if I didn't do construction. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, cool. That's what I got for you. Sweet guys, I hope this maybe brought you value. Maybe. Well, good thing this isn't a tutor episode. So. Hey, fucking check out Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, especially episode eighteen ninety seven is gangster. Yeah. All right. Bye. See ya.